the folks over at SeatGeek, the best and easiest to use ticket platform out there. Oh, well, that did not work. I guess I'm going to have to upload that too. <laughs> We're off to a good start. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> Let's start the show. Hey, he popped up. I was like, hey, hey there. <laughs> Nate told me he recorded a SeatGeek ad, and I was like, oh, cool. That means I don't have to do the whole thing in the episode. It's being in the episodes now. And so I was like, okay, I'll play it, and then I'll play our video. And as I was switching to our video, you're like, just cut off Nate. So I was like, oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get all that situated. You know what I mean? He did but, mention the great people at SeatGeek. Yeah. So anyway, my name is Tim Daniel. His name is Ben Brown, and this is uh, Late Night Reds here on the Riverfront, which is brought to you by our friends, as Nate Dotson tried to tell us earlier, SeatGeek. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if you want to go hang out next Sunday at Paycor Stadium, watch the Cincinnati Bengals, go to 3-3 three and three against the Seattle Seahawks. Say you want to go to see the Indiana Pacers play your favorite team because no Absolutely. one's a Pacers fan. <laughs> hey man, get it up for my Pacers. Let's go. Seat geek is your spot to do it. If you go in there and you're your first time user, just use the code riverfront, all one word for $20 off your first seat geek order. It takes the easy. I mean, it takes the confusion out of buying tickets. Ooh, it takes the easy out of buying tickets. No, no, that would be vivid seats. Um, <laughs> yeah. You ain't lying about that. Jeez. <laughs> Good list, but SeatGeek nice. uh. makes it easy for you. Go there and use it if you haven't already. Tell us, tell them your friend. What is going on here today? We are having all the technical difficulties. It must be the off season, Ben. Man, I'll tell you what. You know, it, it, we're uh, we're what a weekend, week and a half into the off season. We're falling apart already. Yeah, and it's already it's already going it's already going downhill. <laughs> uh, we're, off, Sydney, we're off the rails. We're four minutes in. We're off the rails already. Yeah, Sydney, the Bulls will absolutely lose to the Pacers. Oh, that's four times this year. Yeah, yep. probably four absolutely. times. So, Hardy, uh, how was your weekend, man? Um, 
My college football weekend, not too good. My NFL weekend, pretty solid. You guys had a Thursday football game this week? We did. So we played on Thursday. We played Scott High School, um, and which is nice because we were able to play on Thursday, be off Friday, Saturday, and today, and we'll come back in on Monday, which is nice. So it's almost like a bye before your bye because you never hmm. usually get three days off in the season. So uh, it was nice. So we went out. Played well, 149.7 on Thursday, and then we were able to take three days off, which is nice because, like I said, our bye doesn't come to the end of the year. It's actually the last week of the season. So to be able to get able to get that three-day rest for our kids is huge. So, But it was good. It, it, it's going well. I love that you were like, oh, we played well. We just won by 42 points, but we, we played all right. Um, yeah. You know, there's some things <laughs> cleaned up. Um, should, you should have given like the Zach Taylor – like, uh, you know, we, we did what we had to do. Um, there's plenty of opportunities left out there, and uh, we have great opportunities to put it together next week against Seattle. Yep, there you go. So, yeah, I, I will repeat that. You know, I, I we left some points on the board out there. You know, we there's tons <laughs> of stuff to clean up. You know, we, we're we're just striving to get better every day. Um, and and uh, we look forward to putting more pieces of those together next week against uh, our alma mater, Boone County High School. Yeah, that's right. I'll have to make. I'll have to see if I can make it out to that one. I got. Yeah, I man, gotta, come on out. I will. Um, but you know the Reds aren't playing right now, obviously, unfortunately. Uh, but you know who is is basically uh the rest of the Major League Baseball. So, mm-hmm. uh, want to kind of go through here. This obviously is not up to date because I couldn't find one up to date in time to do the show. Uh, because the Bengals had a four o'clock kick today. Not a fan of those. Ooh. Yeah, not a man, fan that's late. That's late. Yeah, but um, you know, to catch up. On all this, Arizona is in LA. Uh, you know, the only person not happy about that is Clayton Kershaw. Oh man, uh, I'll bro, say this: I, like, I, I, yeah, I don't, I, I, I catch bits and pieces of playoff baseball. Like I said, when the Reds go down, like when the Reds go out, I don't. I take I, a break. I turn, yeah, I take a break from baseball because I mean, we follow. I mean, we pretty much follow the Reds 162 games. So, yeah, you know, when the playoffs hit and the Reds aren't in it, so it's it's like you kind of take a, a debris from baseball. But boy, when they were when they showed them clips of Clayton Kershaw, I, I was in shock. Like I was like, dude, he was just getting just blasted. I uh I had never seen an ERA say one sixty two before until I looked at the box score from the Dodgers game yesterday. Yeah, I've seen infinity, you know, where it's like INF. Yeah, uh, but I'd never seen one sixty two before, so that was kind of wild. Um, mm-hmm. The Diamondbacks, man, look great. Um, the Phillies beating the Braves three nothing. Yeah, uh, and then on the other side, you've got um, Minnesota is right now playing game two against mm-hmm. the Astros. Uh, Kyle Farmer went deep. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then the Rangers, my God, just putting it on the Orioles today. Uh, yeah, taking Rangers care of are playing. Yeah, Rangers are playing really well. The Orioles, um, they, they this is their third straight loss because they lost their last season regular season game, and now they've lost two. Here in the in the playoffs, man, they they um they have not looked good. And the Orioles, which we we thought actually going into it was one of the better teams in baseball. I mean, it they they were stacked with pitching, had a decent lineup, and the Rangers just kind of came in and kind of dismantled them the first two games. Yeah, um, it was yeah, it was kind of crazy. Like this, I mean, the Rangers lineup is really really good. Yeah, it's yeah, all I mean, young it's, dudes yeah. too. Like yeah, yeah, um. I, I don't know. So I was on locked on this week with uh, Stephen Offenbaker, and I said that I was gonna. I said it was gonna be a. <laughs> I was already off. I said a Braves Rays World Series, and of course Tampa 
gets it taken to him by Texas, and now Texas yeah. is taking it to uh, Baltimore, and they've got to go to Arlington now. Um, and then, of course, Atlanta loses to Philly. So, but Robert's asking teams with buys not winning. Um, so, Milwaukee, um, where the hell was this when they were playing the Reds this year? They got every, like, blue pit and every, like, bunt single and every terribly way to score runs against yep. the Reds all 19, all 14 times or whatever they played this year. Thanks a lot for that. And really wish your luck had ran out sooner. Right. Jerks. Um, exactly. Miami, I think was just kind of, um, I'm not mad at them. I, I mean, they had a really good year and, um, yeah, they did. yeah, I thought, you know, they ran to a better team dude. that. Um, I know Nate referenced this on the riverfront on Friday. But that Bryson Stock Grand Slam, have you seen the clip going around where it's like yes. no commentary? Oh my God. Yeah. Like just a cool ass moment. Yes, um, it is. So freaking cool. Um Toronto. I think Toronto's gonna be we're gonna be talking about them for a long time. I just think yeah. they're good. Um, and they've got a bunch of young guys. And then the Tampa side, I don't know what to think about them because they're obviously a really good baseball team. They obviously have really good players. And I know the way that they operate is not something people are fans of. Mm-hmm. Um, the jury's still out if you can win a World Series the way they operate. They've obviously been to two in the last 15 years, which is nice. It's more than we can say about our team. Um, right. It's also more than the Pirates can say about their team. But Absolutely. But, you know, it's I don't know what to think of it. Um, so, yeah, I think, uh, I think Miami... I'm really worried about if Miami can make it make it back if I'm a Marlins fan because now this news has come out that Alcantara is going to not pitch isn't going to pitch at all next year. Yeah. Um, weirdly enough, being in Miami, Florida, you aren't like a major target for free agents. There's no one's no. like, man, I can't wait to go play for the Marlins. Which, <laughs> right? <laughs> bro. Which oh, I can live think... in Miami in the right. winter. Okay, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Like, I mean, you would think that it would be a hot spot, but like, it's it's. Um... Like it's weird. Like you don't hear about big free agents wanting to go to Miami. Like you know, it's yeah. it's it's kind of crazy. I saw that they did this thing where they were honoring Miguel Cabrera this week um, on their socials, and you know he did win a World Series there and stuff. But mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like when Ohio State honors Joe Burrow. Like, yeah, he was there, but right. he made his name <laughs> elsewhere. Like, yeah, I know, I, and that's one of my favorite things. Where like. They're like former Buck guy. I'm like, really? Like, we're not. We can't claim Joe Burrow, dude. Like, come on. Like, like that guy. He. I mean, granted. I mean, he is an Ohio kid, and, and he mm-hmm. didn't play. For, I mean, he was on the roster, but like, you. you can't, we can't claim him. Like, that's 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 the one thing LSU did right. I mean, they 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 put they went and got that guy, and he's theirs. And now he is an Ohio kid. I mean, he is from Ohio. Went to high school and, and elementary school, whatever. But. Yeah, we Ohio State loves to claim that guy. I'm like, ah, you, we, we can't claim him. We can't, we can't claim that guy. <laughs> We'd like Michael, to. Yeah. Michael says nobody wants to wear a baseball uniform in July in Miami. Um, maybe, but also they play indoors there. They do. So, you know, there's that. They play indoors, and and on top of that, Miami uh, to to leave the stadium and be able to say I live in Miami is also a nice perk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at look at Tua Tungavailova right now. He's uh he's enjoying Miami quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. Um City says looking forward to GAP rocking like that next October. I agree. Um mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think it's just it's been a fun playoffs, but it's your typical MLB playoffs where it's like the teams that you see on paper and you're like, there, that's the team. Never always finds a way to lose. Last year, the Mets won what 104 games mm-hmm. and were knocked out in the second round. Um, do we call this a second round? I guess we do. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, like I, the one that gets me is Atlanta and Philadelphia. Like uh, Philadelphia is playing really good baseball right now, but I really thought that like when we were going into it I was like dude, the the, the Braves to me the Braves the Warriors actually. The Braves and me I'm like dude, they're untouchable. Like that that team is so good. And the Phillies is have kind of they've really sat I mean to beat Atlanta 3 to nothing, like to shut them out. Like I I'm like they 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 kind of answered the bell on that one. Did you see the catch interference call that like everyone's kind of upset about? Uh, yeah, I did. What'd you think of it? I, I, I don't know, dude. I, I yeah, in the I, same way. Like I, yeah, I, 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 could, I don't. Know. I could see it like, going both ways. You're right. Like, like I, I hate to say, yeah, yeah, it is. But then you're like, like I don't know. I, I can see it both. I can see both arguments. Honestly, I really can. I can see both arguments. I, yeah. You know. Brandon says the average Floridian is retired. They need to end games before dark to draw an audience. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. That that is a very good point. <laughs> that's a good point. That's yeah. a very good point. <laughs> I like that. Um so yeah, you know, right now, so the twins are up three nothing in Houston. Um not for sure Houston was just gonna take care of business there, but yeah. We'll see how that goes. Uh tomorrow you've got Atlanta and Philly game two. Zach Wheeler going against Max Freed. Um, if you're the Dodgers, you probably don't feel very good about tomorrow because yeah, you've got Bobby Miller. Zach Gallen is taking the taking the ball on the other side in a playoff yeah. game where they can well, basically get home field advantage. Right. I was gonna say, here's the thing is that when you run Clayton Kershaw out there, you expect to come in one oh with your second guy coming up. You don't yeah. expect to be down oh one with a chance to be oh two and lose your home field advantage going away. So I you know, I hate that term "must win," but like the Dodgers are in a in a pretty bad spot. Usually, I mean, you go down 0-2 and you go on the road, you usually split, and, and that's that's not good. I mean, so I, I think the Dodgers are kind of in a spot where they got they have to win this game, but they're it's an uphill battle for sure. Yeah, um, I agree. So I'm excited to see how uh, this is gonna this is gonna be. Um, I like this Phillies team. Uh, think that they're they're fun to watch, and I know mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like Bryce Harper. I really enjoy Bryce Harper. Like I get that people think he's cocky and he's arrogant, and um, but the dude just hits taters. Yeah. So, and obviously Nick Castellanos is like the greatest two year red in history, according to some people. <laughs> How dare yeah. So, um, <laughs> I say that. Sure would have liked to have had him. I don't know. Maybe now with all these younger guys, maybe I wouldn't have liked to have had him up as much as I would have last year. Um, yeah. But let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what's coming up here. So we have all off season, obviously, to talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got about six weeks till winter meetings, if I've timed it out correctly. Um, so, yeah, Brandon, right here. This is my exact point. Baseball needs Bryce Harper's. Yes. I, oh, I, listen, I. I guess I am not a base. I well, I'm a baseball purist to the to an extent, but dude, I I am a guy that loves guys that play with swagger. Like yep, I, I, and that's and that's 
Bryce Harper. That's Ellie Data Clues. That's Bryce Harper. That's all these young players. That's Ronald Acuna. Jazz. All these young, yeah, all, dude, all these dudes that play with this, like, just funk. Like, like they just love the game, and they, they enjoy playing the game, and they got swagger. Like, you can't tell me you don't think Bryce Harper is a good baseball player, and he knows he's a good baseball player. So he should play like that. So I – I'm a huge fan of that. Like, these, why, why are we bat flip? Like, shut up, dude. Like, this is this is 2023. Kids are enjoying playing the game. They're playing baseball. They're having fun. And they're freaking good. <laughs> like, like it, Ronald Acuna is a really good baseball player. He's going to be probably the MVP. Like, these guys are good. And on top of that, they're bringing fun to baseball. That where yeah. most people that don't watch baseball day to day don't find it interesting. But I bet you that you could take the average person and say, look, who is Bryce Harper? And they could tell you who he is because of the things he's able to do and accomplish. Yeah, and I have completely agree. Yeah, so. I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, yeah, big Bryce Harper guy, big Ronald Acuna guy, big Julio Rodriguez guy, as mm-hmm. I've talked about in the past on the show. Um, so, yeah, ton of those things. So this is, came up this week because we are kind of getting to the point where we talk about arbitration salaries. And this is what MLB trade rumors have projected for the 10 guys on the Reds major league roster who are arbitration eligible. So to kind of go through the list, uh, Lucas Sims at 2.8 million, Nixon's at 3 million, Derek Law at 1.4, Justin Dunn at 900K, TJ Antone at 900K, Alex Young at 1.7, Jake Fraley at 2.2, Tyler Stevenson at 2.9, Jonathan Indy at 3.7, and Vladimir Gutierrez at 1 million. So, I don't know if this is going to be controversial or hot takey from me, Ben. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think three million for Nixon Zell could potentially be a bargain. I, yeah, I think so. Multi-positional, think, rakes yeah. left-handed pitching. I know there's not a ton of lefties in baseball, and I know a lot. That's why a lot of people are going to say no to me. But um, you know, we saw a year this first time where he was generally healthy. Mm-hmm. Generally, I mean, he had a couple IL stints. Um, mm-hmm. And he had his best power year of his career. I like it. I I think that's I think that falls in the wheelhouse for sure. You know, it, it's it's I know, like you said, I know there's not a ton of left-handed pitching, but to find a guy that hits it that well is good to have in your in your back pocket, especially at three million dollars. And a guy you can literally be like, all right, I need you to play third yep. base today. I need you to play yep. here today. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I would love to see him back, but you know, some of these are no brainers to me. But um, two point eight million. I was gonna say, who's your no? Who's your no brainers on here? Like, like if you're if you're the guy, like you're who's your no brainers? Like this this is a definite thousand percent, no doubt. Fraley for sure. Um, uh, yep, just because what he provides to the team as a pop for his pop. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very very open to Senzel returning if he mm-hmm. doesn't. I, I don't know if that's the case. Um, you know, he probably does have somewhat of trade value. I wouldn't say he's like going to bring you a fifth starter by any stretch. Not right, that let's need right. that. Um, and but is what, here's the thing about this though, is that what, what would is, is his trade value worth trading him for what we would get in return as far as a player as Nixon Zell, you know what I mean? Like, like you yeah. said, he's a utility guy. He's a fat guy. Like, we could trade him away and get something, but would we get back in return what we think that we, uh, what we think Nick Senzel can be? So, if you had asked me this question last year, I probably would have said no. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, I probably would have said yes. If you asked me this question two years ago, I probably would have said mm-hmm. no. Uh, but knowing what we know now, who's up on the big league roster, mm-hmm. who's coming up on the big league roster. Um, I think it makes sense. You know, um, is he probably going to get you like a, I don't know, you know, uh, I don't think you he's going to get you like what, a high end reliever. Know, I was going to say, but you know where this conversation goes, we could trade him and get a fifth starter or we could trade him. Like, like, I don't think right. he's that kind of value. You right, right, I mean? right, right. Absolutely not. Um, could he get you, I don't know if he can get you like, he might get you a middle tier reliever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that could be beneficial to this team. Like we said, mm-hmm. like with guys like Derek law out there. Um, so Indian Stevenson are obviously interesting. I think Stevenson's definitely back on the team next year. Um, something that someone mentioned to me last this week, because we talked about what I was on locked on with Steven, uh, the whole episode was about the res and the catcher position. So Stevenson had a really, you know, really disappointing year by his standards. Mm-hmm. Still a top 10 hitter at the catcher position in baseball this year. Yeah. So I think people, I think, I think our expectations are, are so high for him. Yeah. That we forget. Now, and we, we know he's a lot. It says more about the catcher today. positions offense for Correct. sure. But That's exactly. What I, I think where he is, I think, I think we're thinking of high end catcher ability I think he sits right there, but I think that we're so our expectations for him are so high that we're like we don't realize that yeah he is he's probably top fifteen catcher in the league. I mean I, I I mean I don't know if it's defensively, but I mean hitting the baseball. I mean he had a down year this year, but I, I think that he's a guy that that another team would love to have as their catcher. I mean I don't think he's a guy that we would be like ah nah he's just trash. Right, trash, but yeah, I agree. Um, my Alexa timer is like going off right now, and I cannot get it to turn off. Well, Alexa, yeah, <laughs> hey, it's off the rail, it's it's the off season, baby. <laughs> yeah, oh no, um, so Stevenson, yeah, India, you know, I don't know what his situation would be, I don't I suspect he'll be a red next year. Uh, especially because yeah. that 3.7 compared to what they're going to pay Matt McLean and guys like that next season. Um, that the 3.7 is going to break the bank, but with where they're sitting, I'll tell you what, man. Um, I would take in the, I would take the chance of bringing TJ Anton back. Yeah. I think that I know, obviously everything has been gone on with his elbow and things like that. Um, the hell he's gone through, but the perseverance he's gone through and how good he has looked when he has been on the mound. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth a shot. I think it's worth a shot. Nine hundred k. Yeah, I was gonna say for under a mil. I I think so. That's that's not big time money to give a guy a chance on a big league roster who's shown that he can pitch at that level if he's healthy. Yeah, I'm super high on him still, and I think that mm-hmm. you've seen all that. So there was that game against the Mariners when he was the opener because there was gonna yeah. be a bullpen day, and he just took the ball and went two innings, and he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a guy that you can really count on. Um, Alex Young, I don't know if I'm necessarily in love with bringing him back. He was really good for stretches and then felt like, wait, you know, once he hit a wall, it feels like once Sam Maul came in, it was like, mm-hmm. he can get all, he can get all the lefties <laughs> out. I'm good. Right. I'm good. <laughs> but, um, I'm, 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 if they bring him back, if it's something where he's back on the team, I'm not going to be mad. You know, I'm not right. going to be like pissed off. Lucas Sims is interesting because, same scenario, right? A guy who can be good, 
mm-hmm. a guy who hasn't been good for a mm-hmm. lot of stretches this year. There's a lot of when you look at those like last 15 games when it was you were shaking your head. Um, but has shown in the past he can be very reliable. Has shown in the past he's a guy you can give the ball to the sixth through ninth inning. Um, that's kind of really interesting for him. Uh, two point eight yeah. million. You know, obviously former first round pick. I got him in a trade with the Braves. Pretty close. This is going to be his last arbitration year before he can actually be an unrestricted free agent. Mm. So kind of curious to see what the market would look like for him. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in the thought process that, you know, would I say like a bullpen renovation for next season? Um, it's a lot of like just these overachieved guys, the Derek Laws, you know, the Alex Youngs, the um, Ian Jabos, the guys like that. Mm-hmm. Ian Jabot actually was a 1.8 war this year. Really? I know. I was like, oh, that was surprising because this, the numbers on, on the field did not look on that way. F- yeah, I was going to say, it did not look like that on the field. <laughs> yeah. We ran um, out there. Yeah, I felt like every time Ian Jabot came in and there was a runner on second base, you might as well just like drop the ball and let him score. <laughs> just balk him in. <laughs> yeah. I saw Kimbrell did that in a, in a game. Yeah. Uh, but I guess it's where your confidence in Lucas Sims. I know Nick Crawl obviously really likes him. I just don't know if I feel I, – I didn't feel safe when Lucas Sims came in games this year. Mm-mm. No, I would agree with that. I, I didn't think that um, – he wasn't a guy that I would call reliable. I mean, he he was a guy that, um, you know, you could give him the ball, and if his stuff was on, then you felt really good. But more times than not, his stuff was mediocre to off. So, I mean, he struggled to get outs at times, especially when we needed to get him to get outs. Um, I, I didn't feel like when we brought him into the game where it was like, man, yeah, he's a he's a good setup guy or he's a good middle guy uh, because his stuff just wasn't consistent enough um, to be able to get outs uh, consistently. So, I, I mean, if it's me, I, I probably let Sims walk because I think you can find somebody for less money that can do a, a little bit better job because I just don't think that he's worth that 2.8. Does that's just me personally, though? Yeah, I'm trying to find it real quick while we're talking. It's the last time he pitched, so I can pull up his, like, uh... Okay, here it is. So, Lucas Sims ended the season on this. Um, actually, last 30 games, his last 30 appearances, he was really good. Um, yeah. 4-2, and 3.24. Uh, two saves, 25 innings, 26 strikeouts, 19 walks. That was good Lucas Sims. Right. There was a lot of bad Lucas Sims. Um, mm-hmm. I appreciate the fact that he could go longer than an inning. Um, but, yeah, like everyone's kind of saying in the chat today. Um, and so that's that's kind of thing there. Uh, Joseph Gaditza, our good friend from north of the border, says, uh, Buck Farmer makes me nervous. I agree. I am Buck Farmer makes everybody, makes everybody nervous. <laughs> I'm very content <laughs> if Buck Farmer is not on the Reds next year. Yeah. I say that, and of course, it'll be like, uh, what was it, CNL Perez? Yeah. It was just like terrible that year for the Reds. He goes to Baltimore, and he was really good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be something like that. Um, anything else here that jumps out? I know we, we joked about Justin Dunn a bit last week, but I'm sure that he'll get a shot to be healthy. Yeah. Um, I hope so. I think he does have a lot of talent. Um, it's just kind of hard to fit him in with everything they have. Right. No, uh, nothing else really jumps out. Jumps out. I mean, 
The big, I think the biggest one on there is 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 India, but I think we know where that's going. So, yeah. Um, do you think it's a situation where his dad won't have to tape his games anymore because he'll be able to play? He'll be playing for the Mets. Yeah, I think he'll be a Met. Um, and I think that'll be a good get for the Mets. Honestly, I mean, I think that's he's a guy he can plug into that lineup and he can hit lead off for second, and it's got a little pop, and and uh, you know, I I think he'll do good there. This comment and from his Brandon. dad won't have the tape tapes. There you go. This comment from Brandon's amazing. It says CNL's name was perfect for his performance on the Reds. C N L. <laughs> That's yeah. Yes. Magic. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, let me clear the hood thing up real quick before we we did get a question from Joey Gaditza that I want to get awesome. into. Um I just want to clear up one quick thing, and I can't believe I have to do this, but I literally got this text message five times this week, Ben, and I literally am shocked that we have to have this conversation in Uh October of 2023. Trevor Bauer will not pitch for the Reds ever again. Okay? Like, I know whatever the allegations, I know he had this whole video, why he was cleared and all this stuff and whatever. Um, No one liked him. Very few people enjoyed having him in the clubhouse from what I understand. Yeah, so, that's my understanding is, yeah, is that he was not a very liked human being. Um, if you've ever like listened to interviews with that guy, like he's kind of a yeah, he's, he's a strange there. dude, man. He's a strange dude. Not nothing wrong with being strange, but just you know, I don't know. His kind of strange or something wrong, right? With. Yeah, when a, in a game that's so when where a team sport where chemistry is so important, like it's just you have to watch who you bring it to your clubhouse and and. Yeah, he's one of those dudes that you don't want to bring him in and mess up, you know. Not I don't know him personally, but it just seems like the Reds have really good chemistry with the guys they have, and and they they you know he seems like kind of a strange cat. Yeah, doesn't seem like the risk the Reds PR would be willing to take either. Correct. Yeah, I mean because yeah. thankfully you, you're answering all kinds of questions and you know all kinds of stuff. I mean it, it's it, it becomes a, a sideshow. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, with what this team's building and all the conversations we have about, we've had about all these young guys, I just don't think it's something where. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, don't it. need it. Yep, don't yeah. need it. All right. So let me go ahead and pull this up real quick from our good friends at Patreon, which you also can be a member of at patreon.com slash Riverfront Cincy if you want to come hang out with us on a day to day basis. Um, we have a lot of fun channels, including the Hoops channel, where I had to watch the Boston Celtics look unstoppable today. Did not like it. <laughs> Did not like it. <sighs> All right. So this question that's comes like from your, That's like your worst nightmare. Like the Celtics. Worst game, nightmare. Like, yeah. If there was like a year the Celtics, the Steelers, and the Pirates won all of their championships, I think I would just like move to Mars. Give up sports. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, look, Louisville beat the dong hell out of Notre Dame last night. I'm not even mad about it. Kudos. They played great. They were awesome. No taking away from them. But like those three teams, nah. 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 Uh-uh. Not having it. <laughs> no. Um, so Joey asks, whatever it be free agency or trade, how many significant moves will the Reds make? What say you? I say three that'll actually be legit moves. Yeah. So I'm trying to compare it to so again, none of these worked out. I was well aware as I say this here. 
But do you remember the momentum coming out of the 2019 season going into 2020 mm-hmm. when it was like they picked up Mike Moustakis and it was like, yeah. oh, OK, yeah, that's like, you know, he was pretty good for the Brewers. Um, yep. He's got a World Series like that could be decent. They brought in. Um, I almost said Shinsuke Nakamura. That's terrible. Of me. <laughs> oh, my God. That is awful. Of me. That is not what I meant to say. Uh, <laughs> my if God. If you didn't drop the Shinsuke Nakamura, oh my god! What the hell was his name? He was number four. Since you chew? No, not you, not you. Um, this is not a good look for us right now, by the way. Hold on. Someone in the chat. Who was the guy that the Japanese free agent outfielder they brought in? Shogo Akiyama. Shogo Akiyama. Akiyama. Yeah, there you go. Shogo Akiyama came in. Everyone was really excited about that. Uh, obviously it did not work out. And then, but Nick Castellanos worked out. It just wasn't. He yeah. wasn't here long enough. And so it kind of feels like when that team was kind of teetering at 2019, you know, there was the Homer Bailey trade that they got all those guys who ended up like, by the way, Matt Kemp playing at a red playing as a red for like, you know, six hours is going to be like a trivia question for years to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that was a thing that happened, but I feel like it kind of, it would kind of compare it to um, that kind of run there. And that's the point I'm trying to make. I'm not trying to be awful. Yeah. Um, no, no, but, no, yeah, I see what you're saying. but I think that that's kind of what you're looking at. Um, Michael Sparks says Shinsuke would hit the ball harder than Shoko. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God. Dude, I love our listeners. That's awesome. I do too. I do too. <laughs> you guys are awesome. <laughs> God love you. God love you. Um, oh yeah, that's a great point. The walk of music alone. Would have been would be oh. awesome. The violin. Oh man. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been, yeah. That would rule. That would rule. Um yeah, I think so. That was kind of like three or four. I think you can kind of see that this year. I don't really know. Like, I'm not the guy who can break down the strength of a free agent class compared to years past or anything like that and give you like very much intelligence. Um, I will say I do think the red should be on Mitch Garber, who's come up quite a bit. I do think the Reds should be in on Sonny Gray. I think that they should do whatever they can to make sure Sonny Gray is back on the big league team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, we should look at situations like Rolda Chapman, who has Chapman, come up quite yep. a bit. I yep. think he'd be yep. really good. You know, relievers, um, you know, one of the big conversations we've, we had is about there's not a huge market for catchers. So a Luke Maley, Tyler Stevenson combo coming back next year could be something that could be really, really helpful because yeah. there's not going to be, I mean, the catcher market's awful. For this well, season. yeah, the catcher's market is, is awful. And, and I can't, I mean, there's not any just like where you're like, man, I got to have that guy right out there. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And I also saw the Cardinals are going to bid for Sonny Gray. Um, last I checked, Sonny Gray's done pitching, pitching for last place teams. Right. So yeah, he's trying to be on a contender. Right. That's so funny to say about the Cardinals. Um, Sydney brings up Aaron Nola. If that's a possibility, Ooh then wee. yeah. Do I think that's going to happen? Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but Aaron Nola would be pretty tremendous to have. Um, just can't see that being a possibility. I think Philly is not going to, especially if they win a World Series. If they win a World Series, yeah, you can forget that. Yeah, yeah, that's not happening. Um, Brandon says, I remember where else Shogo's wife than Shogo. Obviously, we do too, because we could not put his name together, and that's terrible. <laughs> um, huh. Three or four. Yeah, three or four. Um, yeah. 
big big moves. I don't know what the trade market necessarily looks like for the Reds because I don't think they're in love with moving prospects. They don't have to move. Right. Um, at this point, you know, we talked about Duno and Arroyo last week. I don't think the Reds want to move them unless it's mm-hmm. like. Now, I'm not saying don't by any stretch of the matter. If there's a situation where you can make your big league club good that moment right away, and they're like, they, that's like what we got to do. Okay. But it's got to be the right deal for me to kind of be comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to do, you know, let's say some random pitcher off the top of my head that I can't think of. Um, I don't want to do like Nestor Cortez for Noel B. Marte. All right. Like, no. But right. um, I do want to kind of see them be active. You know, I don't know if they have the situation anymore where they could do like they did with the Latos trade where they just like gave up a ton to bring him in. And also not a fun person, but there's two years from Matt Latos. You can look at those numbers. That dude could, you can cut on yeah. that dude to get you seven innings. Um, yeah. But was also, as many reports have come out, yeah. not, not a fun, not a fun locker room guy. Right. So, don't bring in bad locker room guys. And that's all I can <laughs> Um, But yeah, I'm okay. I, I say three or four moves. There's going to be a trade in there. Um, I agree. I don't think they'll look significantly different in the field. Um, I do want to get some right, you know, right-handed platoon batters to go at the outfield of like of the Fraley's and the Benson's would be nice to play in the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mentioned Randall Grichuk, who I don't think will be super expensive. I know he's a former Cardinal. Um, been playing for the Rockies the past couple of years. I think would be a really good right-handed bat for the Reds. Um, he's going to be a free agent. I don't know if the Rockies are going to like, they're so weird because they're so bad, right? Like they've never mm-hmm. been good. They had that one year they went to the world series, but they always have good prospects. They always mm-hmm. have like, they have the Zach Veens and they have the, you know, those guys. And it's like, I don't know. Cause the Reds get Zach Veen because in that case, like I'll trade Jonathan Indy for Zach Veen tomorrow. <laughs> Let's just fucking make it more confusing. Who's going to play in the field? <laughs> yeah. But Grand Zach Fiend's hurt right now. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be an interesting offseason. Um, but as long as Trevor Bauer's on the team, you know, I'm cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lucas Gilbert's name is brought up by Sydney. Brendan Rogers would be a good one. The thing is, let me ask you this, because obviously we are not general managers. We do not work in front offices. We are just nerds who turn on microphones and talk about our favorite baseball team. Pretty much. You got to think that the Reds probably are a sexy market for a free agent, right? It's like, I can go play with these young dudes. Like, yeah. I can... Right, like I can go play with those guys. Like, yeah, interesting. I would, yeah, I would assume that it's one of the places that if you're a if you're a, a six to ten year vet that's looking for a looking for a team, um, and you see all these young prospects, these young studs, um, I would think that that's a place that where where you'd want to go play baseball. Um, and you, it's it's going to give you. I mean, withstanding the Brewers who blew you know they blew their wad but um outside of that the nl central usually is i mean it's it's pretty contested but usually the teams aren't like they're not usually a hundred four hundred five win teams it's usually 
92 to 96 wins will get you in the playoffs. So if you just play good, consistent baseball with this young team and you bring in a couple of veterans, I would assume that that's going to be a great market. It's not like you're going to, you know, go to like the NL or the AL East where you're going Yankees, Red Sox, you know, Orioles, like where you got to go in. I mean, where you're, you know, where your chances of making the playoffs are going to be difficult. You know, I think when you're here in that central, I think that I mean, there are some good teams, but I think it's it's a winnable market to play in. Yeah. Um, this is a name that came up a couple of times because I guess the Yankees were discussing moving on from him. And I know the answer to this, but I'm going to say it's just so we can get a good laugh anyway. Um, if you're the Reds, would you want John Carlos? Stanley? No, 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 <laughs> no. Did you see that the no. quote from Sean Casey where he was like, there are some things we can fix no. on his swing. No. And it was like. Basically, no. his swing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like watching Paul Bunyan swing his axe. Yeah. I mean, like, you can't know. There's no. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Pass. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, Chris, we're actually going to talk about that here in a second. Um, but Brandon says, I'm concerned the Cardinals will be aggressive to build around Goldie and Aradon in the short term after this disappointing season. And that's a true concern. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, obviously, it's a front office that wants to win. Um, mm-hmm. It's a front office that just last year, you know, made a big move with Wilson Contreras, mm-hmm. and obviously, the season didn't work out for them. But yeah, you're right. You know, for, that's like a thing that we kind of looked at why we thought the Reds should make a move to the trade deadline because mm-hmm. how many more circumstances are you going to get where the Cardinals are this down this much? Yep. Um, yep. Could they potentially be down this bad again next year? Yes, absolutely. That yeah. talent pool is not great. No. Um, but like I mentioned earlier, you know, their team is going to probably try to get Sonny Gray. Um, that would break my heart. Totally break my heart. Like when Mike Leake pitched for the Cardinals and I understood why he did it, that sucked. That really bummed me out. Um, but I understood why he did it. You know, the circumstances, what was going on with his family. Um, and then the Cardinals were like, we're trading you to Seattle anyway, kid. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. And it's like dicks. But, um, I, you know, that's something where I think that that's, you know, the Cardinals are definitely going to be a team. They're going to try to go out and improve their stuff. They also have some young guys that they really trust. You know, Tommy Edmond, Lars Newtbar. Um, mm-hmm. I'm forgetting. I'm sure I'm the top of my head. I know I am. Um, what the heck's the other? Tyler O'Neill. He's yeah. really good. He's really, really good. Um, so it's cur- I'm curious to see how they feel about their franchise. Um well, I think you bring up a really good point. Like, they're not a franchise that's used to being at the bottom. So, <laughs> thank you, Stephen. Says but Cardinals equal fran- dick. Good analysis. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think you bring up a great point. Like, they're they're a franchise that's not used to being at the bottom of of where they yeah. are. So, I think I think for them and that and that organization um, and that fan base, I think that that's. They're gonna go out and try to make some splashes too. So I mean, I, I, you know, they've always been, and and for better or for worse, you know, they've always been a really good top-notch franchise. Right. So I can imagine them saying two years of this in a row. Now, could it happen? Yeah, of course it could. But I I couldn't see them not trying to make some moves and put some people around Arnando and and Goldie and, and and really trying to to make amends for this season. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how their other teams in the division kind of go into this offseason, right? So, mm-hmm. um, Milwaukee's kind of been rumored to tear it down forever. 
And so, you know, are, after the season they just had, are they going to try yeah. to build off this? Um, or are they going to try to be like, try to reset and say like, what we have is just not good enough to win the World Series? I think they were good enough to win the World Series. I, I pitching wise. Yeah. Um, I think they're, couple I, bats. Yeah, they're bats. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, their they're bats is what let them down. They're pitching. They're, I think they're they're set. Yeah. Um, I make fun of the Pirates all the time. Rightfully so. But they're a team that's done a really good job in drafting young talent and mm-hmm. like developing them. Um, Henry Davis in the outfield kind of weird to me, but yeah. the dude can rake, um, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to be a really good major league hitter for uh, in the future. They have Paul Skeens now, who mm-hmm. might be on the Pirates next year. Right. He is unbelievable. Yeah, he's, um, yeah, he's tough. And then you know the Cubs is the other one. I don't think the Cubs really wanted to win this year, to be honest. <laughs> they just happenstanced. I mean, I don't think they really wanted that. Yeah. Honest to goodness, I, didn't, I don't think they wanted to win. Now, don't be wrong. I mean, we're saying this about a team that signed Dansby Swanson to a long contract and, you know, brought in Jan Gomes and did all these things, but. I think you know, it was a, for, it was for, a, a, a like, not this year, but, like, the following year yes. to build around. Yeah, right. I agree. Um, so, and I genuinely think that they're a couple pieces away from having a pretty good team, and that pains mm-hmm. me to say. Um, but you know, obviously, Jameson Tyon was awful for them this year, just so mm-hmm. bad after the money after the deal they signed him to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you just you just hate to see it, right? It's just just so yeah, painful. It was, it was yeah, it was awful. Yeah, they were linked to bringing Chapman back mm. from their World Series run. Yeah, let's hope we get him first. Yeah, I'm really, really curious about that. But mm-hmm. I'm excited to see how it all pays out. Um, I think the Reds are going to, you know, they, if they're not aggressive, then they are going to piss off a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of what's, what's what happens there. Joseph Cadiz says, let's just trade for Sal Perez. I mean, on paper, no. But would he be an awesome guy to have on this team? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would. Um, so, uh, last thing before we get out of here, our good pal, Joseph Otto, made an appearance on Dan Patrick this week mm-hmm. and said that uh, he plans to play one more year and he would like for it to be with the Reds, but is open to other places. We're not going to get into why they should or shouldn't because I we've already done Oof, that for yeah. two months and I think we've yep. already ran into the ground. We will report on it when we get news is what we're going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to make mention with the question of if this is the end that we talked about quite a bit. Um, he does not feel it's the end. And no. the conversation he's having is he feels like if he's healthy, he can contribute. And we have no purpose to say he's wrong. You know, obviously he's mm-hmm. going to be 41 next year, but we'll see. Um, I just want to make sure we didn't mention and not overlook it. But right. no, we're not going to do a big analysis because we've done that already 14 times nope. since July. Correct. <laughs> so no, we want you guys to come back right. and not repeat content. Right. right. No, yeah, I, I think you're a thousand percent correct on that. Um, you know, it was interesting when he went on Dan Patrick that, you know, of course, um, that conversation, but it, it'll, 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 it'll all play itself out. I think when, when news breaks, we'll be here first to tell you and, and I think you leave it at that. Yeah, this we is all the, know like, how much everybody loves Joey Votto. So. This is the new like a couple years ago, 
should Tyler Stevenson catch? And we were like, oh, my God, I, I can't have this conversation <laughs> one more time. I can't have it. <laughs> I can't. Um, Brandon uh, does ask, does Nibbles want to stay in Cincy? Um, the answer is, of course. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not even that's not even a question. Yeah. Nibbles is family. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. So that's uh that's gotta be how it goes. Sydney says I'll be the first to tell you all. All right, no, let's of let, course. Should we do the Sydney tally? How many times has Sydney break news to us this year on the pod? So Matt Ooh. McLean was the big one. That was the big one. CES. Yep. I think there was another one. Um, um it wasn't Ellie, obviously, because that was like on a Tuesday out of the blue. Yeah. Who's the other one? Michael Sparks does say, but the schools need more bus drivers. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? All right. I listen, I I work in a school, that's a thousand percent true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a thousand percent true. <sighs> oh man. Well, uh, let's talk real quick about everything going on else going on, on the road front before we get out of here. Obviously, if you caught Joe and Sydney earlier today. Uh, they did the post-game show for the Bengals' victory over the Arizona Cardinals. I believe Greg is slotted to be returning to the Bengals' show this week. Um, obviously, on Friday, check out Chad and Nate as they talk about everything else that we don't talk about here. Uh, we try to you know, leave them with some content. Yeah, you know, not, a little bit. Yeah, we not give, much. We give them a little bit. Yeah, we give them yeah. a little bit. Right. And then, this week, we finally will have the first episode for Riverfront U. Man, super exciting stuff. Super yeah. exciting. So Ryan Roberts and I are going to get together and kind of talk about uh, just the access we have to the programs we cover, uh, what to kind of expect from the shows because we're going to have multiple shows. At large with Bearcats, Musketeer Week. Uh, I think it's going. To, I think I'm shooting it for Musketeer Monday. Is the game plan? Um, oh, nice. We'll see how everything works out, and then um, just kind of all the other stuff we have coming up. So we are looking for writers. Um, I think our pot, I think with all the applications we've been putting in, we've got plenty of photographers. Thank you all for all your interest on that. That was really cool. Um, yeah. Writers, get with us because we would love, love, love to bring new writers on to cover as many sports as we possibly can so we can make these universities love the riverfront as much as you all do. Yeah. Um, but also, if you're checking this out, please make sure you hammer that subscribe button on the YouTube channel. If you are checking this out on your podcast app of choice, make sure you give us that nice solid five-star review that you hear at every podcast. On behalf of Ben Brown, this is Tim Daniel. Thank you guys for hanging out every Sunday. We'll be back next week. Got some, got a pretty cool guest coming to hang out with us. Uh, I'll give a hint real quick on who our guest is going to be next week. Uh, he's not me. 